You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace, breaking crime news now. Bart Stephanie attacks a woman, forcing her and her two children into his pickup truck. Stephanie, 53, drives mom and children across state lines from Washington to Oregon. Cops spot Stephanie's truck, but he drives through yards, a fence, into a pasture to get away. Cops eventually pin the truck and force Stephanie out. Nancy, it's unknown how Stephanie knew the family, but neither of the children were harmed. Mom had a slight head injury from the initial kidnapping, but spent the night with her children in a hotel room provided by Lane County Sheriff's Office. Stephanie was treated for minor injuries from the crash with patrol cars. Bart Stephanie now booked on kidnap, eluding, reckless driving, and endangerment. Aaron Clark, angry his girlfriend broke up with him, sets fire to her Pennsylvania home. Well, that's a surefire way to get her back. The former girlfriend wasn't home, but the rest of the family was. Olivia Drasher, who had cerebral palsy, died in the fire. Drasher's nurse, twin sister, and mother escaped. Firefighters attempting to rescue Olivia had to leave the home twice due to the intensity of the blaze. Earlier that afternoon, Nancy, Clark sent threatening messages to his ex-girlfriend, telling her he was going to post lewd images of her on social media, an act commonly referred to as revenge porn. The eldest Drasher sister had sought help regarding Clark's behavior from Philadelphia police, but did not expect this outcome. Clark, 30, already in custody for other charges, can now add arson and murder to his rap sheet. More crime and justice news after this. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. Investigators in Moscow, Idaho, are reportedly examining an abandoned white Hyundai Elantra, similar to a car that may be linked to the slaughter of four college students last month. The automobile was found in Eugene, Oregon. The car had no license plates, and the front end was damaged. 
The car was found about 450 miles from the home where housemates Kaylee Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Zaina Kernodal, and their friend Ethan Chapin were found dead on November 13th. Police say they are taking steps to impound the vehicle. Law enforcement officials in Idaho say they are aware of the discovery. It's not known if the Hyundai is connected to the deaths of the University of Idaho students. Overseas now, as lawmakers in Italy are seeking a parliamentary commission of inquiry into three cold cases that have consumed the Italian public's imagination for decades, including the 1983 disappearance of a 15-year-old that was highlighted in the Netflix documentary Vatican Girl. Sydney Sumner with Crime Online. Italian Senator Carlo Calenda says the aim of the inquest would be to pressure the Vatican to finally turn over everything it knows about Emanuela Orlandi's disappearance to Italian law enforcement authorities, saying its long-standing official claim of ignorance was hardly credible. Orlandi vanished June 22, 1983, after leaving her family's Vatican City apartment to go to a music lesson in Rome. Her father was a lay employee of the Holy See. Over the years, this Vatican mystery has been linked to everything from the plot to kill St. John Paul II and a financial scandal involving the Vatican Bank to Rome's criminal underworld. Two of the men charged in the murder-for-hire case that led to the 2018 killing of a Vermont man are now facing federal wire fraud charges. Serhart Gumruku and Berk Arate are also charged with arranging for the kidnapping and murder of Gregory Davis, who was taken from his Danville home January 6, 2018. His body was found the next day in a snowbank about 15 miles away. He had been shot to death. Both Gumruku and Erete have pleaded not guilty to the earlier charges. They are both being held without bail. Prosecutors have alleged that Davis was killed because he was ready to go to the FBI to complain that Gumruku was failing to live up to his obligations in an oil trading deal. A grand jury has decided no charges are warranted against two Kentucky State Police troopers who fatally shot a Grant County man last year. Sydney Sumner with Crime Online. Evidence from the November 2021 shooting of Gary Bressler was presented to grand jurors last week, and the panel declined to return indictments against troopers Zachary Lusk and Douglas Holt. 48-year-old Bressler of Williamstown, Kentucky, was pronounced dead at a hospital following the early morning shooting at his home on November 3rd. A redacted incident report did not include the agency's narrative of the incident, but a wrongful death lawsuit filed by Bressler's family says he was depressed when he called police and then took a decorative samurai sword and walked outside to his front yard. A lawyer representing Bressler's family says they were disappointed by the grand jury's decision. The attorney said grand jury proceedings in Kentucky are secret, so it's not clear how prosecutors presented the evidence in court. A fight breaks out at an office holiday party between the Grinch and a reindeer. Two men in costumes brawl, throwing punches, pushing each other at the bar in a Michigan hotel. The fight spills out into the lobby. An employee tries to break up the fight. The reindeer shoves him to the ground, holding him down so the Grinch can beat him. Cops finally break up the fight. The Grinch, identified as Tucker Davis, charged with assault and battery. Police say the reindeer buddy was just protecting himself, and he's not charged. I can only pray it wasn't Rudolph. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.